Y'all ready? We ready. Showroom, y'all ready? It's good to go. Three, two, one. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Happy New Year to everyone. I am your host, The Solution, for the Delicious Tears podcast, where I will be talking about topics for the next 30 to 60 minutes in this case it'll be one topic singular but this is part two this is part two of unrealistic dating expectations that women have about men so a lot of you really like that episode a lot of you gave me a lot of grief for that and i, I appreciate it. i really do um, I don't run from that. I, I welcome it as long as it's well thought and it's not um, emotionally irrational. Um, I, I'll take that. We'll have that exchange of dialogue. Once again, you can call in and join the podcast. We can record it. OK, it won't be live, but it will be recorded and it will be posted where you can take part and give your side of a particular topic that you would like to dish on as well. I do have that capability right now. Notice the audio sounds incredible. Shout out to Zoom, okay? And shout out to Audio Technica, which is one of my favorite mics. A lot of people swear by sure. But when I was in college, I realized that I sound much, much better on an Audio Technica mic. So I tend to stick. I have two of those. And you got to upgrade your infrastructure all the time to get people quality along with content. And I do apologize you all for the delay in content had a couple of things going on. Life happens, but we're here. I'm going to bombard you here in 2021. I'm going to give you what you've been asking for. So to the, the listener that said, oh, you must got some stuff cooking. It's been a minute. Where you been? <laughs> well, here I am. Let's get into it. So Rebecca Lynn Pope used to be a, uh, a dating coach. And from this video that I found of hers, because I told you, I'll research the topics. I don't just get on here and haphazardly start talking. I'm talking from um, a point of view of data that I've researched. Re- Rebecca Lynn Pope, I guess she became fed up with becoming a dating coach for women, period. Because she said, you know, women don't know what you want, basically. And she's going to explain why. There are a lot of, oh my goodness. I've joked and said, a lot of you trying to date Jesus, God, Jehovah, Allah, whoever you profess to. It's, it's just insane. This checklist that you have is very, very unrealistic. And we're going to get what she has to say from a woman's perspective. Then I'm going to come back and chime in and basically give my take on what she said. So whether you agree with it or you don't or you just entertain, I appreciate you. You still listen. All right. Just like I say on my YouTube channel. Thanks for watching. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Hello, this is Rebecca Lynn Pope coming on real quick. You guys know that I have been swamped lately, but I promised I would come on and just share my my viewpoints on why women are just many women. I'm not going to say all, all, but many women are very, very unrealistic about their standards for men, dating and marriage. So I'm going to give my opinion on this. And now listen, girls, I'm about to be very raw. I'm about to be very real. I'm about to just shoot it to you as just straight as I can, because I'm hoping that this helps somebody. Because as you girls know, I'm a matchmaker. 
And for a large part of uh, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I stopped matchmaking. And the reason I stopped matchmaking is because I literally was being, I, I can't handle female clients. I was a matchmaker that matched females. And I had a few male clients, but predominantly I was matching women. And listen, what I, it was such a valuable lesson for me because what I learned is that the average woman doesn't really want just a good man. She doesn't want a husband. What she's really wanting are these standards or ideas that she has of what a man is supposed to be. But this is nothing what men are. They're, this is not realistic for who men are, how they think, what they value, it's just this preconceived, you know, idea that women have of who men should be. But this is not reality, okay? So literally, the standards here that I see consistently in women that stay single, do not get married, and the difference between women and wives is understanding, one, that men are not women. He's not gonna be your best friend like your best girlfriend. You can't talk to him like that. They don't talk like that. They don't talk that much. They're not so sensitive and, and girly the way we are as women. So if you're expecting a man to be all super sensitive and so considerate and just so everything like your girlfriends, you're barking up the wrong tree. He's gonna hurt your feelings all the time or else you're gonna feel like he doesn't communicate because you're, you're holding these standards like he's a girl. I'm sorry, leave that to your gay guy friends or leave that to your guy that your bestie guys that talk kind of like girls. The, your man that you're going to marry is not going to be like that. All right, uh, <laughs> Rebecca Lipope said a mouthful. And I know those of you out there listening and the delicious tears atmosphere out there, some of you are probably squirming and you are triggered and you are just emotionally just off kilter right now from what she's saying, because you're like, this is a woman. She should be supporting us in what we do. Now, remember what she used to do. She was a, a matchmaker for men and women, come to find out. I, the stuff I found before it just kind of pointed in the direction that she was a matchmaker for, for women, a dating coach, if you will. And um, I was like, okay, this would be interesting. You know, there's a woman saying this. Uh, I, want, I want this dialogue. I, I want to feel, uh, you know, triggered, if you will, and intrigued and mystified of what she might say because it might be uh, objective to what I well subjective to what I'm saying is counter all right um so hearing what she had to say when I listened to it the first time I was like oh oh my I was not prepared for this she basically ripped you all apart in your ideals and concept of what we should be so in the last episode I did this part one which I didn't think was going to be a part two, but because people have said things about the topic and all that good stuff. And I noticed that the traction on that is really good. Uh, it's one of the, the most listened to episodes on delicious tears. I had to readdress it and bring that female element direct into it and not me regurgitating what I heard. You have a female who considers herself an expert on uh, relationships and such, if you will. If you want, I don't think anybody's an expert on relationship. It means you have to date everybody on the planet, which is impossible. But uh, um, 
I would say a, a trusted uh, person in the game, if you will. So hearing these things, I was like, you know, I've said this, but I'm a man. So it, it's not going to um, be as impactful towards women because like, it's just a man saying that. It means a lot more when one of your peers calls out your flaws. It really makes you take a seat and sit down and wallow in the, <laughs> the just the, the mess of you've made of your, your thoughts when it comes to this. So one of the big points she had is uh, a lot of women, you know, I, I said before in the last podcast, one of this, the last episode, pardon, that a lot of women say, I'm marrying my best friend. It's so cliched. I'm marrying my best friend. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. Do not try to treat your man. And she said this like one of your girlfriends. Fellas, if you're listening, um, I know you're listening because uh, one day I'm going to post the, uh, the percentage, the, the pie chart that says who's listening and 75% of my listeners are men with 22% I believe being females and the other percentage not designating a gender okay um you know it, it's it, you look back at that and you know you just say hey why are they saying this okay men we cannot be best friends to a woman we share an intimate close relationship in that regards because fellas you know i lost my train of thought for a second because i was rolling in with the numbers have you you've been with your lady for a long time and sometimes she slips and she's into the conversation she goes girl and you correct her like what come on now you know i'm not one of your friends oh because she gets so comfortable in talking to you now that's a level of trust and all that good stuff and comfort if you will but it lets you know that subconsciously she's viewing you as one of her best friends her homegirls her sisters but it's not going to work because as genders we don't agree with the behaviors of other genders other you know our opposite gender it's just the way it is so that whole i'm marrying my best friend no you're marrying your confidence okay the person that you have entrusted the the health and well-being of your emotional uh, standpoint and your your all that good stuff your well-being overall it's not a, a best friend period it's cliche to say that but you're marrying your confidence you can't treat and it your 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 man like you treat your girlfriends like rebecca lynn pope just said they're not going to get it all right we are not going to get it we're not going to be in emotional emotionally invested in these things that bother you it's kind of like well, how's that a big deal so to put it in context, your your woman, your old lady, your girl, whatever you call her, your your boo, um, wifey, wh- whatever designation you you know put term of affirmation on this woman, comes in and she wants to vent about her work day because Sharon has been screwing up yet again, and you're kind of just like, yo, for real, word. <laughs> again you're listening but you're not gonna be able to chime in because you know why men don't internalize stuff at work like that on the emotional level we view disappointment professionally from a professional standpoint okay now some of us do take it emotionally you have heard men commit suicide off the you know occupational failure and things like that but um the, the whole workplace beef 
Yeah, whatever. It's friendly competition between men. Women, it gets nasty. They get emotionally invested in uh, upward mobility and outshining the other female. It's, it's just the way it is with women. It's catty. It sounds like a stereotype, but you know, some of you listening, you engage in this and you see it as normal. You see it as normal. So you can't expect the, the, uh, the reaction and the investment in your problems from your man through the eyes of a woman because he's not that. Also, she talked about these uh, unrealistic expectations. I talked to you about some of those things and I, I did the whole um, uh, real time thing with the, the, the screenshots that someone sent me to support the topic that I was talking about and all these things that a man must have. I mean, the, the whole thing that's trending right now is the, the six figure man, high value, six figure man. All women are entitled to that man. No, you're not. OK. And if you knew you were, you wouldn't be dealing with the pookies and Ray Rays. Right. Which is another topic in itself. You are not entitled to anything but humility and respect, depending how you carry yourself. Understand? That's the only thing you're entitled to from a man is humility and respect. If he has no investment in you, that's it. So making these demands on men and the other times like, well, what are you offering? All right. Besides the offering and that's everywhere. That's everywhere. I mean, I like to say here in 2021, the average man who has his stuff together can get that before he can get a good home cooked meal. Some of y'all don't know how to cook. All right. It's takeout every day with y'all. All right. With some heat up stuff. That's the way it is. All right. But that's another topic. But she talked about all these goals and and real and you haven't even attained those things yourself. So what she was talking about, it, it's true. You, you're making all these demands on men and you are falling short yourself. And it's a woman saying that mind boggling, mind boggling. So this basically um, affirms what I did in the last topic is to um, really support this one right here is a woman is saying this. And this is someone who places uh, men and women together for relationship purposes. And they, they, it's, they just get rid of the laundry list. OK, because you're going to fall short every time. Every time you come up with this laundry list of what he must have. All right. He's got to be six foot. Um, he's got to have, you know, a six pack. Uh, he, he, he's got to work this kind of job. He has to have this kind of home, this car. Uh, he can't have kids. You got 12. But, you know, all this stuff. We're a package deal and all these things. And then you you're like, OK, so what do you offer him? So in the year 2021, ladies, in the last quarter of 2020, you know what a lot of you realize? That you are not the only prize. The men are the prize too. And you're showing your hand because you're making these demands. You want the prize, but you still demand that you're the prize. So when are you gonna stop playing the game? Okay. You know that there are men out there who are worth something, but you're putting all these demands on them and you're not willing to do anything but just be there. You just wanna show up. You wanna make a grand entrance. And now we're at the stage where 
before you you got away with a lot of stuff because i said before men were afraid of messing up getting some coach i'm going to say everything i need to say so i'll mess up that situation now men are going like man i went through that crap for that <sighs> whatever they're calling you on your stuff you have to come with more and this is why a lot of men are shying away from marriage because they realize they are losing they stand to lose more because women are approaching this with i need something from you well, what are you offering crickets crickets so she also makes another point about holding you accountability and you're trying to elevate your standards from experiences that you went through with uh, other men. And uh, this this is very unique and uh, very poignant in what she's saying um, in this, this particular clip that I'm going to play for you all. And I, I want you to listen. <laughs> I want you to take it in and, and bask in the uncomfortable and chilling environment that she presented the truth you know so here it is i can't say this f boys i'm just gonna say it you're comparing good men to the men that you've experienced previously who were not ready to be husbands that you were just dating messing around with i mean literally there's a distinct difference between marriage material, men who are ready, who are ready to be husbands, and these F boys that you've been messing around with, in out of these situationships with, for years. And so now you have this standard for a man and a husband based on these dudes that have just been play play. Playboys, fun, boy toys, whatever you want to call it, girls, okay? You can call it whatever you want. But now you set this standard to say he's supposed to look like this. He's supposed to act like that. Oh, you know what? He's too corny. He, he likes me too much. He texts me too much. Yeah, because the bo the men that you were messing with, you weren't even the only one. They don't get, they don't text you right back. They don't call you right back because they have eight more just like you. So a man comes along that is crazy about you and is interested in you. And I'm sorry to say, you have friend zoned the, the, the men that really you're compatible with, the men that would make a wonderful husband. A lot of you have friend zoned the good dude who's ready to be a husband and a father and give you some pretty babies. You're the ones that they're it. out here trying to make all this money to impress you. Don't do that, man. You. Don't stop quit it. Compare, quit looking at men. Is he 6'2"? Is oh. he look like Boris Kodro oh. or Ethan Soba or Michael Ely? Do you know the percentages of men? This is what I just would die to say to my matchmaking clients and the people that would come in for consultations because they want to be matched. And they're coming to me. I, I'm sitting here just being a good woman. So I'm thinking these women just want to marry. These women just want a good man. Nah, boo, that's not what they wanted. What they want is if I'm going to pay this money, I want me a Michael Ely. I want me a Boris Kojo. Well, Unrealistic. Boris Kojo's married. Last time I checked, Idris Elba's taken. These men are such a small percentage of the population. Do you guys understand that for a man to be over 6'2 is less than 3% of the population? All right, so we're going we're gonna to end it right there. 
Remember I told you about the unrealistic expectations? And she said something that's key. You have friend zone, Mr. Right. Now, I don't want to blow another episode, but I'm going to allude to it. Okay. I'm going to foreshadow. Mr. Right does not exist. Mr. Good enough for you exists because Mr. Right equates to perfection. You're not going to get perfection. All right. If he gets the majority of the things that you like, not demand, not demand, because this is what we're talking about right here, these unrealistic demands, you're going to work 95% of the time. But you, you, you're trying to build a dude and you don't have the materials for it. But hey, I digress. That was the podcast. Well, that was the episode. All right. And I hope you enjoyed it. Some of you are probably fuming and, and steaming. And all that stuff. She did say some things I did not agree with. And I'll make sure you listen to your probably cue in and realize before I started, I actually ad libbing and stuff and chiming in that there were things I clearly did not agree with. But <laughs> it is exactly what it is. Shout out to everyone that enjoys it. Shout out to uh, even Rebecca Lynn Pope. Um, I appreciate the dialogue that she threw in there about this and um I, I know it made a lot of you uncomfortable but sometimes things have to be said remember you can follow the the podcast on several different platforms if you are app adverse it uh hey you just type it into google delicious tears podcast it pops right up or if you want to download the anchor app and subscribe and follow so you get notified that's the thing with the app you get notified when i'm dropping these episodes okay we're in season two and um, I, I know shout out to my dude, the toe box. He said, you need to do a recap of season one. But I'm out of here. And like I always say, you can prevent a lot of this stuff by what? Just being a better human. Thank you. The solution.